Hello and welcome to the Mind Body Free podcast. I'm your host, Abigail Moss, and I hope you enjoy this interview with Renata Sophia Mueller. Renata is a soulful podcast mentor. She's an energy healer and feminine leadership coach. She's helping spiritual and heart-centered women find their authentic voice and unleash their message with the world via a podcast so they can make a massive impact and become a thought leader. And what I love about the work that Renata is doing is that she's helping women to share their voice. There are so many of us that feel scared of being out there, of visibility, of being seen. Whether we are consciously aware of it or if it's all subconscious, these blocks that show up around getting out there and putting yourself out there. And I know in my bones and every fiber of my being that it is very important for women to share their voice at this time. Women are the keepers of wisdom. We have so much to share and to give even if we don't realize it yet. So I hope you enjoy this conversation with Renata. We talk a bit about her journey of healing, of finding her confidence, and now doing the work that she's doing today. Enjoy. I'm so, so happy to see more women stepping up and to see you empowering women's voices. I feel like that's so needed right now. The divine feminine essence that's being called to come back and kind of bring the world into greater balance. And I'm just so thrilled to get to speak to you. So thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you so much, Abigail. Um, yeah, I'm excited to be here and I can't wait for our, where our conversation will go. <laughs> I know, the, it, it's infinite possibilities. We were talking, we just realized, or I just realized we went to uh, the same little town in Ig India and in Rishikesh to do our yoga teacher's training and uh, you're in Australia, but you spend some time in Revelstoke in Canada. And it's like, oh, it's such a small world that we live in. You just never know. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, what a coincidence that you, you know, you're at the other end of the world right now. I'm in Australia, but we can connect and we can have this interview. Yeah. It's magical. We live in the future. I love it. <laughs> so, you're a healer and you're a podcast mentor. Can you tell me a little bit about your journey of coming into this world of healing and empowerment? Yes, for sure. So it's always a funny question for me because I actually have no idea where to start sometimes because I kind of <laughs> would like to tell the whole story. So if I'm going a bit too long, just let me know. Um, go for it. Okay, perfect. So let's say um, I go back even to my high school. I was really a highly sensitive child and um, I always struggled with speaking my truth with speaking up I was like a little mouse really and I just wanted nobody to notice me at all so I was trying to hide for almost my entire life um, and then I think when I finished high school I traveled to New Zealand so I kind of stepped out of my comfort zone and when I started traveling and seeing the world, I started to realize, wow, um, you know, there's so much out there. And I became a bit more confident within myself because I feel like traveling really sets you up for, you know, the world out there. And you just become really mature in a way and you adapt really quickly to difficult situations. Um, and then I was working as a flight attendant 
Um, so I was actually trying to get into uni and I didn't get accepted at any university um, yeah, in Germany. And that was really surprising for me because all of my friends went to high school, uh, went to university, I mean, and I just didn't get accepted. And I was wondering what what's going on. And I was applying for social work. And back then I wasn't uh, aware that so many people actually wanted to study social work and become a social worker. So yeah, it was just so difficult to get into any university. So I thought, okay, I'm kind of like a loser in a way, you know, I can't go to university, although I try to. And for some reason, that kind of, um, you know, I became just really low in myself and I I just thought, oh, okay, I will just go on with traveling, I guess, because that's what I really love to do. Um, and then I applied for um, uh, some, you know, flight attendant jobs and I became a flight attendant eventually. Um, and then I traveled the world for one to two years but then I realized, okay, traveling the world is still not my my thing. It's it's not really my biggest purpose in life. I was asking myself what what is really the purpose of my life, and I just felt like you know doing the same thing over and over again. It didn't really suit me and my personality. Um, and I was always really multi passionate. I was always a really big thinker and. I just thought, oh, no, I want to kind of change the world in some sort of way. Um, and then I um, I think 2018, beginning of 2018, I hit rock bottom. And I just, you know, I came back from a long distance flight and I was so tired, so exhausted. I didn't want to have anyone around me anymore because I always had so many people on my flights and it was just so, so exhausting. Um, so it, it really led me almost to burnout and I didn't really realize what burnout was back then. So I just kept going, but deep within me, I knew I can't go on with this forever. And I did some yoga to you know, balance me out. I did meditation back then and that always helped me to connect with my spirit, with myself. Um, and then I had this crazy idea, what about becoming a yoga teacher? Um, and that was really, you know, a really adventurous thought for me because I thought, how can I become a yoga teacher? I just did yoga for a couple of years and now, you know, I want to become a yoga teacher. Um, and first I thought, oh, that's absolutely insane to do that and just quit my secure job in Germany. But then this thought became bigger and bigger and bigger. And I, I just quit my job. And I think it was in June, I quit my job. And then I booked my flights to Rishikesh, uh, India. And, um, yeah, I went on this journey to India and I did this yoga teacher training and India is so different from Germany. So for me, that was another, you know, stepping out of my comfort zone and really finding myself again. And yeah, India totally was 
well was leveling me up in every yeah every possible corner of myself in a way um I became a different person on an emotional level on a mental level on a physical level and then I found that I really have healing abilities and I was yeah I didn't really know about that I was always a natural healer and someone told me that I was doing um, a Reiki course in Canada then and a Feta healing course so yeah it was for me like oh my god this is a whole different world a healing world and healing other people and combining that with yoga yeah it was just perfect um and then yeah I I started my podcast when I was in Canada actually so that was after my yoga teacher training um I started a podcast and that was another crazy thing where I thought who am I to do this really but another friend of mine did it and I was like oh I'm giving myself the permission now to do it so I just it anyway <laughs> um and here I am right now coaching people now how to do their podcast I think four years later and I actually can't believe to say that to you but yeah I'm a podcast mentor now and I'm a healer and I'm empowering women to do the same really so yeah <laughs> wow. uh, I love your story I love that and um I can relate to so many things and I think a lot of the listeners will too you know when you said that when you were in school and like being highly sensitive, like the, there's that, that term of highly sensitive people, or I call them empaths where it's like 20% of the population are wired differently. We just, we take on more in our nervous system. And I feel like it's so easy to be overwhelmed as a highly sensitive. And, um, but on the flip side, there's flat side of that is these gifts that we have, like these naturally born healers and leaders and visionaries because we can tune into the subtle world um, as long as we can figure out how to tap into those gifts. So, and it's, I love that you had the courage to go from, like you described, feeling like a mouse to go out and travel the world. And what an incredible difference that made. And I can a hundred percent relate to that. Just being so transformative because you have to problem solve every day. There's, there is no comfort comfortable little bubble when you're traveling and there's all of these new cultures and all these new beautiful experiences and beautiful people. Um, so it's so phenomenal for growth. And I'm curious, was it scary for you to take that leap into, you know, beginning to go out and see the world and like embarking on that journey? What was that like? Yeah, it was, you know, before I went on my travels, I had no idea. I had no idea how, you know, how the world really looks like, what other cultures are like, and that you can live a different life. So in Germany, we have a lot of structure, and, you know, you just go to university after your high school, and then maybe you go on short travels while you're working and building a family, so there's not really a lot of space for creativity and doing things a bit differently. And I was always a person, I was so interested in, you know, different cultures and, um, you know, just, you know, getting out of your own bubble and expanding yourself 
So I was always trying to search for new ways of um, finding, you know, a new version of me and finding new pathways, which are not really common. So I always wanted to be really, really different. And it's really interesting. Um, I'm not sure if you know about human design and if you're into human design. Oh, I love human design. I'm a is a, a projector, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah, I love yeah. human design. <laughs> yeah, me too. So I actually, I think I found out about human design last year and I, um, someone read my profile and it just made totally sense. So I'm a manifesting generator. I'm a nice born multi-passionate being. And the thing is that I'm actually born to always change my course, always to change the direction of my life and not to be the same person that I used to be. And also in my business, I had to learn that too, like allowing myself to, you know, to do different kind of coaching and to integrate all of myself, all of my passions in, in one business. And this is actually my niche. So, um, sorry, coming back to your question, um, I think just, you know, getting to know me more through my travels just helped me so much in my future. And I think I can really recommend that everyone, if you kind of want to maybe change the direction of your life or you want to find yourself, you don't really know what to do, I really recommend getting out of your comfort zone traveling um and i was in so many difficult situations because i feel like the universe really throws you into challenging moments that you are here to solve and when you solve them you're like oh my god it was actually not that difficult it was not that hard and then you become more resilient and then then you just really create a really strong foundation for yourself you create a really strong foundation you know when you're a woman I feel like I think especially when you're really highly sensitive you just want to be in your own bubble sometimes and you want to hide and you don't want to speak up so you know getting out of your comfort zone and traveling and talking to different kind of people and maybe speaking a different language learning a new language it just helps you so much with your confidence and your resilience and it just I think it opens up new doors that you know you wouldn't you wouldn't be the same person you're, you're just not the same person anymore that you were before and then it just you know it, it just creates a new life for you mm. I love that I love that I'm just thinking back to you mentioned you were so disappointed that you didn't get into to university and it's funny, those things where you know, I had someone had said once where there's a saying where, you know, you didn't get what you want, but it's because the universe is something better planned. <laughs> it's like, we don't always see that perspective in the moment, but in the greater picture, it's interesting to look back and realize, oh, if I have had gone, that would have been a totally different path for you. Who knows where you would be right now? So it's so cool to, to see what feels like you know, does not feel like a blessing at a time, at the time can then become that. Yeah, no, it doesn't feel like that at all. You're just like, why, why on, why on earth 
does the universe put me now in this really difficult situation? Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, um, I, it was so funny because um, actually two months ago, it was, I was put, I think, on purpose in one of the most difficult situations. Um, I'm not sure if you heard about the flooding in Australia, but um, mm. we were staying at a rainforest retreat um, behind Molumbimbi. Um, and Molumbimbi is a really hip place on the east coast of Australia. And we were in this rainforest, and after one week of staying there, it started to rain. And we just thought, oh, it's wet season, you know, it's normal that we get flooded in. You know, but it didn't stop raining for an entire week. And then it started to rain like crazy, like really, really hard rain. It didn't stop overnight. And we actually become a bit anxious. We're like, is that is that really normal? <laughs> you know, we never experienced something like that before. And then I think it happened overnight that um, we had a power cut. We had no electricity for a couple of days, no internet connection, and we even had a water shortage. The roads into town were all damaged. Um, and we were put in this situation, I believe, for a reason, to become stronger, to become more resilient. But back then, I was just like, why is this happening to us? You know. And then 300 meters down the road, there was a landslide. And it took um, a person's life away. And we were like, oh my God, that's a, that's a natural disaster. And we're in the middle of it. And we're like, you know, my partner and I were just like always wondering, why did we choose to come here? Because we do believe, you know, when you practice a lot of spiritual um, spiritual practices or when you're, when you're really connected to source, you do become really conscious of every action you do and of every person you meet. And you just realize that everything is connected really on this earth and I really do believe that um that we you know it is sometimes our choice too that we create those situations for us um but as you said before sometimes we think you know why is this happening to us and it feels like hell on earth at that time um but it's so interesting because I feel like because I, I traveled so much in my life and I already had so many challenging moments in my life that I was already quite strong within me. And I knew how to navigate myself through this really difficult situation of like staying calm, trusting in myself and, you know, really trying to be this, this mountain, to be really present within me and to realize, all right, this will, this too shall pass. It will pass and everything will be all right. And I was just so grateful that we were safe, that nothing happened to us. And luckily we lived in a community. So we were all helping each other out. And it was incredible because the people from the valley, they were all helping each other out. People brought us food from town. They brought us petrol it was it was like mind blowing that was like humanity oh my god that it, it was so like really i had tears in my eye um Aww. it was just wow it was just so beautiful how people can work together in crisis and sometimes that needs to happen crisis needs to happen 
in order for us to come together and to, you know, make, build new pathways. Yeah. Yeah, that's so beautiful. I couldn't agree more. And it's what I'm hearing is a couple of things. One, it sounds like resilience and the confidence that comes from that as a muscle, one that we, we gain by putting ourselves in these, you know, situations that are outside of our control. So we have to think on our feet and figure things out. And every time we do that, we get a little stronger, a little more confident in our ability to, to do that. Um, and I love what you said too about, it's, you know, why is this happening? But there is a reason for why. There's always some reason in that coming together in community. I, I feel like I can relate a lot. I've been doing a lot of personal healing. And when I was younger, I had like all my walls built up to protect my heart. No one shall pass. <laughs> that was like Gandalf with the staff. You shall not pass. <laughs> but then layer by layer life found a way to help me break it down and I had this like um this illness or these these physical issues I was having and there was one time on the bus where I just passed out and I just prayed I'm like to my guides please some I don't know what to do and then before I knew it someone was saying hey are you okay somebody else was bringing me a pop and some candy and someone else was like rubbing this like pain medication on my face and the whole bus came together to help this total stranger and it reminds me what you're saying this community coming together it's just people can be really truly amazing and I think that in our hearts we all are it's just given this opportunity to knock down the walls of this you know our normal trance-like state that we can find ourselves in and remember what's important you know taking care of each other it's such a beautiful thing to experience yeah. that yeah definitely and it really it opened my eyes what's possible in future and um you know i'm really about this new earth leadership and mm-hmm. building a new earth sometimes requires crisis you know otherwise we won't change anything it just opened yeah it really opened my eyes that wow you know what happened was horrible was terrific um and but people really they stood together and they helped each other out and then even in the town they were opening up a healing space for people who are really traumatized from this experience and they offered free mm-hmm. services and i was yeah. like oh my god you know how beautiful is this world because mm-hmm. sometimes you know we just think that everyone is so egoistic and everyone is just thinking of themselves and nobody has a heart anymore and this is actually just not true i do believe that you know we all have a wonderful heart within us and sometimes yeah we build these walls around us because we think it's not safe to be in this world because we were hurt in the past because of old trauma, because of, you know, the things that we have experienced. And based on that, we judge other people. But, you know, who who are we to really judge others? Um, mm-hmm. And it all starts within ourselves first. So, you know, to build also a new earth, um, a new world, we have to start within ourselves first and create this new earth within us. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> I love that. Can you tell me more about new earth leadership? What does that mean to you? Yeah, so 
for me, new of leadership means that we are not doing the things we used to do anymore. We we kind of, you know, destroying the old ways of thinking, the old patterns, the patriarchal patriarchy. I hope I pronounced it right. Um, of you know this when people are just so into consuming and they mm-hmm. um, they all think it's about materialism and buying new stuff. And I believe it actually, you know, to create a new earth, a new world, it's really about, you know, looking within and healing yourself first, healing your wounds and stop, hurting other people with your actions, with your thoughts. Because what what's happening in the world, and even right now, as we can see, with we're still having war on Earth. We're still fighting each other. We still are kind of like little children. And this is all because we haven't really looked at our wounds. We really haven't looked at our traumas. We haven't, we're always looking at other leaders to lead us. And I think this is one of the mistakes that we are doing that we have done, that we're always looking up for the answers. We're always looking up for other people to lead us. But if you are actually stepping away from this whole old paradigm and stepping into a new way of thinking of like, wow, okay, I have everything in my control. I am the creator of my own life. And when you just take self-responsibility for your own actions, when you realize, well, I chose this right now, I created this situation right now, and you, you really open your eyes more about, oh my God, when I say this to this person right now, I hurt them and maybe traumatize them for the rest of their life. So just, it really is about becoming more conscious. I do believe this new earth movement, it is it is actually, it can be quite simple and you can break it down to the foundation of becoming as conscious as possible as you can be, as present as possible with all your thoughts, your actions, with everything you put out there. And when you really worked on yourself, when you healed your wounds, you just, you, you know, you just are a total different person your cells are changing and you are changing your vibration. And when you change your vibration, you do actually help others around you to change their energy and to change their vibration as well. And then you actually give them permission to become a leader themselves as well. Because when you can do it, others can do as well. So it's really more about the focus within yourself your consciousness and then start to create something that you want to see in this world maybe it's you know you want to become a coach maybe become a yoga teacher and maybe you just you know you stay in your job but you become the the most conscious person you become the most best person on this earth to do this job and you help others to do the same so this is for me all this new earth leadership and I think when sometimes people hear that they're like what is this actually really but it is quite simple it's just you know a shift in consciousness yeah I hope that makes sense (laughs) it makes perfect sense it's beautiful I kind of see it as like 
I hear that as like becoming a leader within yourself and letting it extend forward from there and just this kind of radical ownership for, for you. Um, and I, I agree, you know, it's, there's so much trauma around the world and there's so much war that's an extension of that. <laughs> this unresolved pain. And I feel like there's a calling for humanity to heal it. Like I see it coming out in all different kinds of themes in the media and just all of these concepts of healing trauma. And it's just like the, I think the subconscious collective psyche is asking for that. It's time, especially with the pandemic and so many people having so much solitary time, having had so much solitary time with themselves. A friend of mine had said, you know, um, going inward and being alone is a shamanic journey. Um, and if, if you're not sure how to navigate that, it can be really scary, but it can, we can start facing all of these things that were hiding in the background that we didn't, you know, we didn't know were there. <laughs> they will start showing up. Yeah. Um, but I almost feel like healing the trauma is like the entry point to that place of feeling powerful again. So, so much trauma happens when we're young and we feel powerless to do anything about it. How do you feel the sense of empowerment and feeling capable and confident coincides with healing your own wounds or getting helping, having someone help you heal your wounds? I think when you're just by yourself, I, I think I just noted really from my own life, uh, I think it's also really a German way of doing things that, you just want to solve everything by ourselves and we want to heal ourselves first. We don't actually want to, that someone else can help us to heal or to, you know, to look into our past and stuff. That's very um, Canadian too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <is it? laughs> yeah, unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> Welcome in the club. I actually think that most people operate in the system like I, I just can do it by myself and it's just mm -hmm. really... It comes actually from quite an ego space um, to think like, ah, I can do everything by myself. But also, you know, we were maybe so hurt from our past that we don't want to let anyone into our life and to, you know, we're really afraid to be vulnerable and to be seen. Um, and we are so afraid to be vulnerable and to be seen because we are actually afraid of, being not liked anymore, to be abandoned. And we actually have to look here also into this really deep fears that we have. And these deep fears, those shadow sides, they, they can really take control of your own life and they can stop you from your best possible life. Um, so I do really believe in getting help. Um, and to surrender into like, oh my God, I can't do this by myself. I do need someone else who, you know, we need another third perspective. We need someone else who can look at us, like not from this traumatized space or not even from our family perspective. We have to, you know, we have to have someone who can look just, you know, of this like really innocent being in front of them. And we are actually really innocent. You know, this is our natural state. We are really pure beings. But we sometimes put so many layers on ourselves to protect ourselves, to protect our heart. Um, and when I started to, you know, really, I started in 2018 
before I went to my yoga course, I started the self-help course to look more within and to really heal more wounds. And then I realized it was the best decision of my life ever. It was was life-changing because I realized, oh my God, I created all those situations and someone else, you know, I needed another perspective. And, and then I just, you know, I... I hired coaches my whole life um, and they just really helped me to empower myself. And I think sometimes we do need other people. Um, Yeah. Oh my God. I could not agree more. I'm such a believer in receiving help. I don't think there's a single being on this planet that doesn't work with someone else. You know, we, we all are supported in so many ways by each other directly or indirectly. And I feel like, yeah, we, we can get so caught in our own stories and and pains to have somebody like a calm guide from the outside looking in who can just take our hand and say, Hey, let's let's go, let's walk through this. <laughs> it's so yeah. so transformative. I'll probably work with coaches and healers for the rest of my life. Yes, absolutely, because we we do need them, you know, like if we just think we can do it all by ourselves, then again it's still in this old way of thinking the old old paradigm of like oh no you know it's kind of like your inner child is like no nah, i can do it by myself and you're yeah good. totally yeah. <laughs> you know and i'm it, doing my own way yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> and you know this new earth leadership it is really feminine it comes from this really divine feminine space of like community and we can do this together and by creating this new earth together it's you know you just feel so much more held and seen and you realize that oh my gosh like it is safe to be seen and I think that's Mm. what we all come back to the safety within ourselves because if we can feel safe and we have this foundation within us then you know Anything can happen in the outside world, but we can stand still because we have this safety within ourselves. And we're like, oh, no, I'm okay right now. And no matter what happens, I will be okay. Yeah. Mm, yeah, that's beautiful. And I, I feel like for women especially because throughout history, we didn't really get to have a lot of voice and we didn't get to be really seen. And so it's just so much deconditioning and ancestral deconditioning and collective deconditioning. So when you are coaching, when you're doing your podcast coaching as well, do you see that a lot of fear of being seen? Yeah, it's the most common fear actually behind everything. So it's really interesting because a lot of women come into my life and they already established their business. But one of the biggest fears, I mean, they all say, oh, it's the technology. But at the end of the day, it is actually the fear of being seen of, you know, and also of being rejected as well when they when they are seen and I think this is this is such a common fear I think that every woman has that when we speak up and I think it is because of our conditioning it's because what happened to women in the past of our generational traumas that we are not feeling safe to speak our truth because we feel like if we speak our thoughts right now we are not safe, we're getting abandoned, you know, and it also has, um, it's really connected to, you know, that we even got burned because people thought we're witches 
And oh, been there in a past life. That wasn't fun. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't at all. And the thing is no. that it is actually still stored in our bodies, and a lot of people yes. are not aware of this. Yes. So you know, as women, we do we do have to heal a lot of these ancestral traumas and just mm-hmm. generational traumas, also from the war times, and it's just like getting activated in our bodies. Nothing. Yeah, especially right now, too, with the war in Ukraine, that, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I thought war is over. And, you know, my grandparents are lived in the war time, but, you know, it still gets activated within them when they hear about the war in Ukraine and they're getting really, really mm-hmm. anxious and traumatized again. Yeah. Yeah. The pain still lives inside us. It's in, in the body and the psyche and the spirit. It's like, the re-triggering of something that we've been through. I see it a lot when I work with uh, women healers too, something called the witch wound, like yeah. from the times where women were born, uh, burn. And so a lot of people who have this desire to really heal in the, whatever way that is, it can be just physically terrifying, like induce a, a fight or flight response. So what do you find is the best way of overcoming that? Like, how do you help women move through that? Yeah, so I think first of all, it's so important to regulate your nervous system. I think that's one of the the foundations of everything because if you don't really have a regulated nervous system, you don't know how to get out of this fight and flight response. And it is just really hard to, you know, to create a business even or, you know, to, to stay calm in situations um, because, any little thing can be triggering for you and you're just getting in this freeze mode again. So by there's so many different things you can do to regulate your nervous system. I found breath work was super, super healing for me, was one of the, the best ways to really get out of my head back into my body. Yeah, it is, it is really, really amazing. And I have to say cold therapy as well. I love cold therapy. I actually started in Canada. Because it was so cold. Oh my god, I was just, that's my excuse. Like nobody in Canada's cold therapy is <laughs> good for you. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh my god, it was it was so cold. I remember I was going into the Canadian lakes and it was freezing. Oh my god, it was freezing! I was like, I was actually screaming at the beginning because it was I so much it. pain. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. I would be too. Yeah, it was so bad, but. Then, I don't know, I just got so addicted of this feeling in my body because I never felt like that before. I mean, mm. I did yoga for most of my life, and I think that's, that's such a good uh, mindfulness practice. Um, but cold therapy is just like, oh, my God, you just, you know, you kind of stay in this cold water, and you're like, oh, my God, you think you're going to die. But then you realize, oh, when you go out, it's actually fine. I'm I'm okay. <laughs> And it's, wow. it's just, yeah, it's just a really good practice for your nervous system, I found. Of course, not to uh, overdo it because I overdid it a little bit at the beginning too. And then I just stayed cold for the rest of the day and I don't recommend that. So know your limits as well. <laughs> um, that is yeah. Yeah, really important. But yeah, really, you know, these these practices of, uh, being really mindful also with your speech and what you're saying, what you're thinking about yourself, how you talk, 
And I think that can change really a lot when you realize what kind of things you're saying. And then you you try to, yeah, you're really changing your mindset here that you are really safe to, to speak. Um, and you can practice that by, you know, recording yourself. And I help women to start their own podcast because I found this is one of the best ways to really you know, become really confident with your own speech to become confident with yourself because you don't actually have to show your face. Um, a lot mm-hmm. of people are terrified <laughs> by that. Um, and that's what I found too. You know, you just have to put yourself in front of this microphone and nobody has to know how many times it actually takes you to record yourself at the beginning. Yeah, that really helped me. And I think also chanting mantras helped me helped me actually the most to activate my voice and to come out of my head back into my body those you know when you chant those mantras they come from ancient India and they really uh, carry this sacred sound and it changes your cells and it's just it's such a beautiful feeling when you go to kirtans um, when you have the chance to go to Kirtan somewhere in your local town, in your local city. Um, it, is, it's just, it is really, really amazing. I'm going to get myself a harmonium to, um, to mm, even nice. practice more singing and to activate my, more, my voice even more. And mm. yeah, I think, yeah, first of all, it's the, really the foundation about yourself and then getting into practices. Yeah. That's beautiful. I went to a couple of kirtans recently and it is, there's so much power in just tuning in with the frequency and this ancient like meaning and sounds coming together. Um, and I love what you said about breathwork. Actually, I have a friend on the previous episode who talked about breathwork and cold therapy. I should connect you with her. <laughs> just doing both and so transformative. Yeah. And what I, I love about that and building, when you said building the foundation with the nervous system, because it things like breath work and things like cold therapy, it helps us face and release the trauma that's stored in the nervous system. And we can't think our way out of that. We have to feel our way through it. I, I believe anyway. Yeah, but. absolutely. Yeah. You have to feel, you know, and I think that's what women are really resisting because, you know, we've been told in our past, don't cry anymore. You know, no, 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 mm-hmm. don't, no, don't, don't, don't scream. Don't, don't do anything. So what I did, I was just, you know, keeping quiet when I felt really angry within myself. I, you know, I didn't cry at all. And, and then when I became much more conscious about myself and also when I became a healer, I noticed how much more I cried. And I was like, oh, why do I cry now? But then I realized it's healing. You know, I'm coming mm-hmm more back to myself and um i realized that crying is actually really beautiful and Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that and yeah really getting in touch with your feelings and also i think dancing i think yeah that's something that i want to say as well some embodiment practicing practices like dancing can also really help to release your emotions that really did Mm -hmm. a lot for me as well yeah Mm, I love dance so much. Yeah. And I love crying. It feels so alive. It's like, oh, yeah. is, I've, I found some tears. They get to be expressed. Thank goodness. <laughs> it feels so yeah. good. 
because <laughs> these are the expressions from your soul you know yeah. it, it is really your you know it's like a cleansing of the soul um yes. and we just think it's bad and we judge it judge ourselves but there's nothing wrong with it it's beautiful and you know talking about being seen i feel like what a beautiful way to see yourself to something that wants to be expressed mm, absolutely yeah wow. i love that and so can you tell me a little bit more about what is it like working with you and doing this, this podcast coaching and the healing work like what does that look like yeah so um i offer one-on-one podcast coaching and it goes usually for eight weeks. And I really help them to set up their own podcast. I help them with everything. I edit their first episodes and I kind of walk them through, you know, my own practices. We do voice training. We look a bit deeper into the story and also into their unique message. Um, because mm-hmm. I do feel like when you have a really refined message, um, it will be just so much easier to get attention and to be also more crystal clear about what you're talking about and who you really are in your core. And um, so your message is always really connected with your soul's path, I believe. And that's where human design comes in. So I, plan, I blend a little bit of human design in my nice. coaching as well. Um, and yeah, we do some chanting practices and yeah, and then I also have a group program and um, it's called Launch Your Soulful Podcast. And within eight weeks or less than eight weeks, I really help them, you know, first setting up this foundation of also owning their story, finding their why and mission and why they want to do this podcast. And um, also, yeah, really create this future vision and they can connect with yeah with their future and realize okay why do i actually do all of this you know why do i start Mm. this podcast right now because your vision will really carry you a long long way when you know why you're doing all of this it will just help you to keep going with your own podcast and yeah and then all the podcast tech that's that's its own section and how to set it up on a podcast host and um but i do really love to do all those spiritual practices before i i just love the combination of all yeah i love that i love it's like everything you will need from the inner to the outer like from your soul to your tech <laughs> it's like the boundaries are just yeah. the walls are getting knocked down so you could create it and i love that you incorporate that vision and that why like, and really honing helping them to hone their voice and what makes them unique that's so beautiful and so powerful yeah yeah, yeah absolutely yeah and especially you know, working through all of those fears of being seen, of being heard, and that it's, it is safe for us all to be heard and that our podcast will really create a change in this life. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe there will be never enough podcasts out there. It's the same with reading books or, you know, authors. There will be never enough authors out there. There's always mm-hmm. enough always enough when you're more shifting into this abundance mindset that there you know that there, there will be no competition there's much more collaboration possible mm, yeah. i love that and i was uh listening to your podcast intro which i love there's so many moments i was like yes 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 
and, um, <laughs> and one part that I really loved was when you said you have something to give and you know, because you're alive. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of, a lot of women can feel that, you know, what they, they don't have something special to share or their voice is not worth sharing. I'm like, Oh, what a heartbreaking thought because they do. And their gifts, everyone's gifts are so needed right now, especially the feminine way of being the deep wisdom. I feel like it's wanting to come back. So I love that you are helping to empower these people to share that with the world. It's really beautiful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we do really need to, you know, cut all these karmic baggage. We have to need this cut, cut these karmic cords really to our past and to realize, you know, in this moment right now, we have a choice and we can create our life totally new. We can become a new person. Our past doesn't determine our future. We always have a choice right now and you can start right now. And it's never too late. You're never too old to start anything. And you always have something to give. Yeah, you always have something to share because why would you be on this earth here right now with us? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. I love it. I'm going to give you a big high five from over here. <laughs> That's so beautiful. And I couldn't agree more. How can people find you if they want to work with you and learn more about you? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram. Um, I'm really active on there. I'm called Renata Sophia Muller, so just my my first, my middle, and my last name. Muella is with U-E. Um, and then you can find me on Facebook, Renata Sophia Muller. But yeah, Instagram is where I mostly hang out. And I have a link tree, so I have all the different links on there and my website is actually coming out as well it's called renatasofiamiller.com so it's super easy to find me everyone go check her out and go get your voice out there the world needs that so yeah thanks so much for being here Renat. oh you're so welcome thank you so much it was such a lovely conversation i loved everything and thank you (laughs) (laughs) thank you Thanks for listening to this episode with Renata Sophia Mueller. I hope you enjoyed it. And I just love her energy. She's so light and fun and joyful. And I love that she's empowering women's voices. And if you are feeling called to share your voice more, to step up, to be seen in the world, then do it, sister. We need you. We need all hands on deck. And you have so much wisdom and so many gifts to share, even if you don't know what they are yet they're just waiting to come through all right so thank you for listening this is yours truly abigail moss of mind body free you can reach out to me as well at instagram or facebook at your mind body free and learn more about how i support women and empaths at mindbodyfree.com